All right, JD and I are back with the Thanksgiving episode of the Fired Up Podcast, I guess, if that's what we'll call the episode that just happens during the week of Thanksgiving. We're without intern Eric this week because I guess if we're not going to pay him, he's not going to stick around during the holidays, that's which fair. is fair. Yeah. Um, you're not going home. No. Right? No, you're staying here, right? I think we established that last time. Yeah. We're... So you excited for, at least you get a couple of days off of work, right? Yeah. Going up to Steph's mom's on Wednesday night. Now, pretty laid back. Probably yeah, go okay. to a movie. Oh, yeah. is Lady Ladybird's out she already, now? Uh, her mom already saw Ladybird, oh, well, which is a bummer. That's, that's the one you the wanted one to see. I really wanted to see. She's really into the uh, the cinema. Yeah, well, the that's cinema awesome. Game. Well, yeah. I mean, all three of you are. So, so that's we could probably nice. find something else to go see. But yeah, that would be my number one that I want to see right now. So when you go over to Steph's mom's house, then you don't get to have the normal. <laughs> that's weird that I call it normal. Like the Thanksgiving interactions that everybody's kind of gearing up for. Like, what do you mean? Just a lot of Trump stuff, like the politics at dinner, you know, Thanksgiving dinner's coming up, and just all those kind of conversations. I feel like with three people, you guys just kind of sit around and no, talk about would, what you It would just be about. kind of a... You talking. Yeah, like a group think, circle jerk. Of like, <laughs> hey, does anybody like Trump? Oh, no? Okay, well, do you get why that? don't you like Trump? And then we could all talk about it, and that's it. And then it would go on for two minutes. I could ask her about, like, Dutch parliamentary politics. And Is she well-versed? Hard right. I think so, yeah. Well, that's pretty good. I oof. now are they the ones that had the weird guy that was super far right that was kind of riding on Trump's coattails? Gert Wielders. Yeah, yeah. he didn't. He didn't That's come that close. Literally all I know about him, and it was probably just pretty hard right in the New York Times. Yeah. yeah. So then you don't. Oh, so then your Thanksgiving's laid back. I feel like a lot of people are just gearing up for traveling, and like I got to leave tomorrow morning, and I'm just wondering how the airport's going to be. But you're just laid back. No, watch just it, driving watch out football. there. Um, we stay out there. Stay out there Wednesday night and then drive back late Thursday. At some point on yeah. Thursday. Watch no... a little football. It's nice that the late game, pretty mediocre. Yeah. So, you know, I can kind of devote more time. I'll wake up because the best game is the the morning one. Is that Minnesota-Detroit? Yeah. yeah. Detroit always plays early. I think Detroit could take that game. I don't know. I think so, too. It'll be, it'll be close. Yeah. I disagree with Puyon that it's going to be another 14-7, you know, 2014, I kind of like the over. Both teams have been shown that they can put up points. Yeah. I like the Vikings' defense more at home. Yeah, we'll get into that. that. We'll get into that. We'll get into all that stuff. My, my, my Thanksgiving's pretty laid back, which is pretty nice. I go home tomorrow and Thursday. All we're going to do is watch football. We're getting ready for the Zags Thursday night. Don't mind that sound. He died. <laughs> it's just a guy falling down our trash chute. That's where we dispose of our bodies. Um... You guys have a pool table, or do you have a pool? Well, we have both. Oh, wow! <laughs> we have, look at this fancy motherfucker, Bruce. Uh, you know he did all right, and I will say that's nice. Full size pool table. Yeah, a full size. Oh, pool that's table. real nice. Watching the pool table be put in was one of the stranger things that I've ever seen done because we'd been in the house for like fifteen or twenty years, and my dad was like, "I want a pool table." I was like, "All right, cool. That's good for you, Dad. You've." Feeling Done like all right. Jerking up out of bed, just like straight up. I want a pool table. My mom's just I'm like, like go back to bed. Okay, where are we gonna put it? And he's like, I know the room we're gonna put it in. And I bet that was a fun conversation. Do you have to move anything out? I, you know, I couldn't even tell you what was in the room before. Just an empty room. It was like uh, a dining room, just a nice dining room table room. And they had the way that our house in Glendale is set up is you walk into a little foyer, and there's two rooms off to the right, and they both basically have dining room sets. So my dad was like, okay, well, let's pick one of them. And they picked, he picked the bigger room so he'd get the bigger pool table. And that's where they have 
pool nights and stuff like that. But they come in and they assemble it in like 15 pieces. It comes in and you have to do the stands, and then you have to do each of the third of the pool table, and then you have to tighten the felt over the pool table before you attach the bumpers. Then, once all that's done, a guy, you have to make sure that it's level because it's a yep. pool table, yep. and that's important. And so they're the guys that are done, which these guys are huge, they're now using the pool stick and the pool balls, and they're kind of just shooting it down and back just to see if it's straight. They determine that it's not level. So one of the guys braces himself, and I think it's like a 1,000 pounds, maybe like 600 pounds, and he just lifts it. He's got a back brace on, but he lifts it, and they slide one business card underneath it. One. Just a single business card under one of the legs. They put it down. They do the thing again, the test. Get the work. ball back and forth, go straight, and then the whole thing was straight, and they were done. Nice. It was pretty That's impressive. It was not – I was thinking we're in – you know, I'm, I think I'm 12, and we're in the store like looking, and he picks it out, and I'm like, okay, so they're going to turn it, and they're going to pivot it, and they're just going to bring the whole thing in. That's not what happened. That's because wouldn't we, you think well, that's we had, how it would be? We looked at it with the uh, Fourth Avenue. We thought about it for a second. We're like, man, we have enough room in here that we could maybe get a pool table. And then you just think about it longer, and you're like, man, that just seems un- unfeasible. You definitely have the space for it if you put it in that back table. Yeah. If you got one of those ones where you could put a cover on it. Yeah, but then it's like, okay, we'd buy a used one, and so we'd have to just transport it as is, not by pieces. Although I guess you could break it down, but yeah, and I think, and I'm wondering actually because we haven't moved, and so if they got it 15 years ago, I actually wonder how it would be moved. Like, do they have to take everything down, or once it's assembled? Because I'm wondering if he bought it, I don't know. And I'll have to, Bruce, you're listening, so in a couple of days, tell me. It could be that he bought maybe a custom one that didn't come out of a store. Like, it, yeah. I don't think they would take it apart again. I would think most that you buy new probably come in pieces and you want professionally and then assembled. after though once it's like a hand-me-down to another person then yeah. you're just going to move it you don't want to break it apart although it's so fucking heavy that means it's nice though that's why you pay somebody yeah. to do it uh but it's pretty fun. pool game it is way better than mine it's awesome it's pretty good uh it's funny because our i have cousins that come over and everybody loves to play and i'm just not that good and i think it was just in the house for some, for a while and I, I you play it in the beginning and it was just something that was there but now when he's got pool nights so he's been practicing so whenever i go home i'm just terrible because we never play up here because yeah. we have to do it by going to a bar and putting in 75 cents per game and that's not any and sometimes they're not even good like the no. one buckshot would be it's like man we need like five business cards yeah for one corner because <laughs> it would just slide and go all, oh, and you're like kind of factor it in yeah, you're we, trying to play the curve. Yeah, we we played a Brett's bachelor party out in Scottsdale. That's the most recent time I've played because Brett and I used to play a lot, not a lot, but when we when we lived together, competitive games. Okay. Um, and the one out in Scottsdale, it's like they didn't have a triangle, and it's like, how do you have? It was a nice pool table, and they had like one nice cue, no triangle. And you're like, man, That's what a, a waste. Yeah, what a like, waste. You can't even yeah. set up. It was a great room for it. Like, could you do space n- everywhere? Could you do a nine ball? Because it would be hard to get the whole triangle, but you could play nine ball if your hands are big enough, I guess. We, we racked it with our hands and yeah, made it work. It was okay. Do you ever play any other games other than eight ball? No. Because we do. Because my dad, when he was trying to teach me how to be better, you play nine ball. Cutthroat. Cutthroat with three yeah. people. Uh, and then we have one for all the little kids called pee pool. So you have this little container, and it has a pee, just a little dice thing with the number of every pool ball on it so you take a number everybody in the game like six or seven people take a number and that's your number and as you work up the way you start from one and you go all the way to 15 as you systematically knock numbers out if you knock a ball that is somebody else's pee that person's out if you knock your own in then you win the whole game so it's a way to get like six or seven more people involved and it's not just 
red or, or like, you know, stripes or solids. It's yeah. pretty fun. Uh, it's a good game to play over the holidays because nobody's really that good, I feel like. like When I was home a couple weeks ago, they had their their pool night, and so it's four guys that are playing pool once a month, so they're not terrible. But you get some little cousins that don't know what the hell they're doing, and they'd rather just throw the balls on the table. That's always fun. Nah, nah. It's not get fun. Out, nah. Get out of here. It's a, man's, it's a man's room. Well, it's fun to watch little kids on a pool table. That's about it. Is your dad, does he smoke cigars? He does. Is he allowed to smoke them in the house? No. No, they when they have poker night, they go to the garage. And okay. they, they can smoke yeah. there. No cigars in the house. My dad has his office. Oh, but that's indoors. It's indoors. He has the well, I mean like going. connected to the yeah, house. Yeah, yeah. He somehow it aerates pretty well where you don't smell it. You have like too a, bad. like a humidifier in yeah, there. Yeah, yes. Okay. Yeah. Cuz I know with Harut, his dad has a cigar room. And you can't mm. really smoke inside, but when you have all those cigars in like a cigar room, the humidifier really takes the smell. Yeah, out. it takes the smell out. Which I would have no idea. Uh, so they nice. do that. So that's what we'll have. We'll have a custom family coming over on Friday, and I already know that we're going to play a bunch of pool. I don't think Friday's as big of a sports day, though. Right? There's not as no much. Idea. I would guess there's college basketball. Maybe. Yeah, I mean, because there's, there's always college basketball tournaments, but there's no football. I don't think there's any college football or anything like that. There should be. It's a good day to have a sporting event if you want people to watch it. Well, no. Everybody's in line now for that Black Shopping. Friday shit, yeah. which... Just boggles my mind that people still do it or would think about doing it because it's just the biggest waste of time. Don't tell Eric that. I will tell it to his face if he would show we went up over for that work. Last week, I know, but it's weird. But I, I mean, he's not going to do it now because he understands the value of his own time. Yeah, right. Because he's talking to doing that when he's sixteen. It'd be great if he's just out in New Orleans with Lauren's family and they're like, "All right, is everyone ready? Get your elbow pads on. We're going to Target." And everyone's just like, "What?" And Eric's the general. There is a deal on a 26-inch TV for forty nine ninety nine, And Eric's just like, man, I'll just pay the extra $50. Like, like, no, no, no. We got to flip this. In. We got to flip this on eBay afterwards. We're going to get 100 for it. Eric's got that Google money. He can pay for it. Anywho. Yeah. <laughs> Other than that. Um, Has anyone sexually harassed you recently? No, but I'm not. uh, I guess it doesn't matter if you're an elected official. That's the rage. (laughs) Joel Joel said something like, he's like, oh, like, or was it Joe Berg? And he's just like, oh, man, sexual harassment is so hot right now. It's just like everyone's about it. It's like they just need that sexual harassment panda. Can we just get that South Park episode streaming like once a day? Well, we were talking about who would be the one person that you would be completely shocked if it came out that they were just harassing women. Oh, I mean, because Charlie said, Rose would not have been in the top yeah. five thousand. You don't think um, so? He is—he's very weird and very pervy. And I know a lot of that from like the, from the John Oliver clips. Have you ever seen the clips no. they put together? <laughs> it's just him and like the two CBS News women that he works with, and it's just very like slight sexual innuendo. But it's like it's like kind of fun. Like they're playing along with it, but at the same time, you're like. Charlie, you weird, pervy old man. <laughs> Why are you bringing about that on television? Why are you saying it like that? Yeah, There's something yeah. weird going on here. Who would be the weirdest? I mean, somebody beloved. Bill Cosby. God damn it. <laughs> I said, like, would you be brokenhearted with Tom Hanks? I don't know if I would be brokenhearted. I don't see as many movies as you do, probably. But he just seems like a nice guy. Or like Colbert. Colbert would be tough. That would. Yeah. John Stewart. Like, imagine yeah. if John Stewart came out and a bunch of people were, like, in the first years of The Daily Show writing room. Yeah. Oh, 
God. No, no, John. Don't take John from well, me. Well, he was on Howard Stern recently, and I guess the one thing he got crapped on for was having, like, only, like, white males in his writing room, like, at the start of his, uh, like, the show. When the, the Daily Show started. Yeah, and he said, like, you... It was in, you know, I mean, the, when did that the New start? York Post or something, and he goes down to the right, and he's like, he's like, you guys see this shit? Like, look what they're saying. And he just looks out, and it's just all white guys. And she's like, oh, okay. Maybe they have a point. So then, but then in the later years, he was fine. Or not and that it was fine, but he had yeah, he probably understood the problem. Exactly. I think that would be a you big know, white one. guys are funny. It'd be weird if, like, Jimmy Fallon came out. And that one, I feel like he'd be weird. But comedians, man, I'd be like, are they? Can they play more stuff off as joking? Just well, that's the thing where I got with like, not Charlie Rose because he's just like a, kind of a weird, a weird dude. But like with Al Franken, he was a comedian. Yeah, and part of it, I d- thought maybe it's just him trying to hit on this woman, and he just is too aggressive. And it's not right because I think he was married at the time. And he writes but like a could, little script for her. And yeah. he's like, oh, I'm going to make her. Make her laugh. And it's like funny and charming. and it's so creepy. Like, you know, win her over. But it is, I mean, just creepy because he's older and she's like really, really attractive. Right. But I wouldn't put that. And I, well, we've talked about this where it's not in the same like harassment allegations with like Harvey Weinstein. Where it's oh, like, no. Oh, you are a monster. Or even Louis C.K. Like Louis C.K. is are just, bad. So his is just different because... He, like, asks them, like, oh, is it okay if I do this weird sex act in front of you? So, like, it's a little bit better than Weinstein, It, it is, it? But it's weird that he's then making movies that incorporate some of the Talk things that he's it. done. Yeah. Like, in the new one, apparently, that's not coming out, there's, like, a scene where Charlie Day is, like, feigning masturbation while he's on the phone with a hot girl. Like, kind of like what he did. Or has it been accused of doing with one of them? So that's even weirder, too. Like, you're doing this. It's almost just like, no, I'm open about it, so it's not yeah. as bad. It's like, no, it's still weird. It's very strange. And then all these new, like, every time I feel like somebody famous now comes out about it, there's some award joke somewhere where they reference it. Like Seth MacFarlane with Harvey Weinstein. Yeah, that was good. Um, and there was another one that is flying through my head right now, but I can't remember it. I think it was uh, Bill Simmons. Oh, maybe it was Charlie Rose, actually. Bill Simmons and Cousin Sal were talking about it on the recent podcast, because Kimmel's hosting the Oscars coming up, and it's like, ooh, oh. this, this could be good. Like, where can you go? He did the Oscars last year. Yeah, he was okay. good. Yeah, and he was good. That'd it's like, fun. do you go... Does Cousin Sal help write for that? I would think he so. just, yeah, yeah, he's got to, because yeah. he's always kind of his right-hand man. Yeah. Not right-hand man, but part of it. I would think that you would have to go hard, especially with the Trump care thing. That was his team, right? The Trump care where it was all the same Obamacare stuff. What do you mean? Have you seen the Trump care videos that the Kimmel came out with, where it's just... I think it was Jimmy Kimmel... It might have been Fallon, where it's Trump care, but it's all just Obamacare. And because they just switched the name to Trump, they're like, oh, vote for this. But it's the same thing. <laughs> so I thought that was pretty good. It's a fun little play on it. But I would think at this point, he is not going to go after. Like, he's, he's not going to. political, but he, I don't. I think he'll go no, after. I bet a he'll bit. go after yeah. all the. Well, especially we got the net neutrality stuff now. So what's he going to be saying about the internet and all that kind of stuff? Which Ajit Pai is just the worst. So yeah, you know, you this know guy? more about it than I do. The only thing I know about him. Is John Oliver did a bit on him a, a while ago? Oh, did he get it, go and after you know, him? It's just a guy who's in the pocket of Comcast, etc. Uh, he worked at Verizon too. Or Verizon, yeah, yeah, that was it. And then I had also reading, and as chairman of the SEC, he has been against putting caps on the prison telephone system. So you know, the prison system, telephone system, just for inmates calls, like a one point two billion dollar industry. Like it's huge, and it's because they. So ch- who's paying that? 
Well, it's I, it's what they charge the inmates to use it per like minute or whatever. Exactly, yeah. and it's unregulated, and so they pr- these private telephone companies can charge whatever they want to any number, and, and it's different per prison. So there's like surveys out there that where it's seventeen dollars a minute. It's fifty four dollars to make a long distance call. It's all this and that, and this guy's against putting caps on these phone calls, so that people that are in prison who are already underrepresented minorities that don't have a lot of money already don't have a lot of yeah, it. Yeah, I would guess and it's then the, pushing them down even more. It's the recipient who has to pay that, right? It's either like, well, there's collect the collect, call that they have to accept. But then you can also, you know, when in prison they have I well, I think I don't really know the economics of it, but they have a commissary and they have things that you can buy. They have slave slave labor. Exactly. Nothing. So you can yeah. earn money and I think make phone calls, which then they then overcharge and it's mm. all about the government. Did you contracts. read what his Oh, it's a nightmare. Well, what his reasoning is for having it unregulated? I uh, remind like, me, man. No, I, I have no. I was oh, asking you. I don't know. It's because... it's mostly that he thinks it's and maybe this is not him. This is a general argument against it. Is that it's not? It's like hindering innovation because, which doesn't make any sense. But it's, it's usually a good thing to say though if you you don't really have a good reason. Yeah, he's saying because that there are so many demands on that, or it's going to hurt investment and job growth. Yeah, so if that, you don't really have a good excuse. It's like. Well, this will hurt job growth. And it's like, wait, why? Just, just will. And it's like, oh, well, we don't want that to happen. And that's like, wait, why? What's happening. Wait, why though? Well, that sucks. Yeah. And so you know, people arguing against it, like, oh, there's a bunch of ISPs out there anyway, and you got some big companies on the you know net neutrality side, like Google and stuff like that, which is nice to have people fighting the telecom guys because it yeah. could get out of control. Uh, but I think that's basically what it is: is that because there's so many regulations on it, it's so expensive to do all that other stuff because they have to keep the regulations in place, that they're not allowed to do expansion and growth and stuff like that. Yeah, I saw Harbaugh like the tweet from like Netflix talking about, you know, down like no net neutrality. It's like, yeah, I'm sure you don't want net neutrality. Yeah, oh, absolutely, Netflix, because as soon as, I mean, what does it turn into? AT&T can control how fast you get to Netflix. we what net neutrality is first? Do people I mean, kind of know at this, at this point? I mean, I would think so, but you want to give a little primer? I, I mean, mean, it's basically that... They would allow companies to charge different amounts of money for going to different websites and streaming different services. And right? they can and they can control all of that. So they yeah. can control the access. They could do different subscriptions where they could control the access you to use different Netflix, sites. Like you have to pay this much. Exactly. It'll come out of this package. And then they can force different websites upon you and they can make the bandwidth to certain websites limited. So like if you can only go to Netflix a certain amount of time, you know, use a certain amount of bandwidth there. Yeah. And so what trash? What could really happen is that Verizon could just throttle and whoever's in cahoots with Verizon gets all of their yeah, bandwidth, right? And so mm-hmm. if Verizon comes out with their own streaming service, well they can just both kill Netflix. Yeah. And it's just not say goodbye to your internet because Man, they're voting on it the in December. It just be a public utility. Well, that's what I mean, that's part of what net neutrality was, saying it we need it just like we need electricity and water and all that shit, right? Yeah. And now they're saying, no, 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 it's different. It really is. Like, how do you do anything? I mean, I think we know that, especially, I mean, the Bay Area is a little bit different because we've got, everybody needs the internet and how many people are working from home and all that kind of stuff. High-powered internet or high-speed internet, it's just what we, we need it. I need it on my phone. I need it in my eyes. I need that juice. The opposite of that, though. I went without it for, well, the no data for like three weeks. How many books did you read? uncle. Um, Yeah, I mean, well, the thing is at home. This was just data. So okay. at home, I still had Wi-Fi. Okay. <laughs> but it was when I was out on the go. And you know the one thing I really noticed? It's like, man, I'm a safer driver now. Because it's like, well, I'm not going to be on my phone 
when I'm and in you're, the car. Are you always on your phone when you're driving? No. Um, yeah, a lot of times are. I'll... Well, Who's driven with JD? Who knows? He's always got that phone. He's placing the bet. When, He's checking it? that score. When's this go off? Five <laughs> minutes? I got to get a bet in. Oh, I'm going 80 miles an hour in the fast lane. Yeah, but you're driving right in between the lines, so it's fine. Yeah, and you got that shoulder to kind of gauge how far you are. Well, it's nice when they put the bumps in so you know, right, as you yeah, start hitting the bumps. Like, okay, all right, all right, I'm back in line. But it, So you're a safer driver without the, the Well, it's the just data. I'm not looking at How are you with phone? directions? Do you have GPS? No, I didn't. I didn't pay for that upgrade. So this was back in like 2008. I use it on my phone. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So now I guess you'd pay the extra if you really needed to get somewhere. Or were you printing out MapQuest instructions uh, like that, before? That was honestly like the one thing that really sucked was when I went down to San Diego for a wedding. And I landed and I have no data. So it's like trying to get on Uber, trying to get directions. That's anything. the thing. It's get some like, Ubers, oh, right? Well, this is just and it burns your battery out too. My phone's also very old. Yeah, you've got, when are you gonna get that? Uh, get a new yeah, one. When it when it when it finally dies. Are you just gonna wait till the last ex- checkout time? The last me? moment. Yeah. All right. I wanted to ask you about a book that I lent you. So because I have a, I just want to know how you felt reading this book. Uh, because whenever you buy a book, you know sometimes, most of the time, there's somewhere between 250 to 350 pages. You'll get a sci-fi book, a George R. R. Martin book that's. 700 pages, 800 pages, and you know what? I read those pretty quick. But I lent JD a book by Sebastian Junger, which I think is going to be a good book. But I think in total it was 135 pages, maybe? I don't even remember the number, but I will say I read it last night. You read it in one day? In one sitting, yeah, after work. And just not even like four or five hours, like you were up all night, kind of just like three hours, oh, it's done? That was Yeah, probably about three hours, because it wasn't just the pages, but the font was a little bigger, too. And the book yeah. was a little bit smaller. It wasn't like even an 8.5 no, by 11. It was yeah. like postcard size. Yeah, it's like one of those old Mitch album. Yeah, was like, <laughs> Tuesdays with Maury. Yeah, one of those like tiny little books. But yeah, it was good. Would you consider that like a novel? What kind of book is that? Because sometimes those books where it's like five chapters and 20 not a pages. Is it like essays? Yeah, but it wasn't really an essay form. I. So the you book could, you could re- say it was like a loose kind of collection of essays. Because the idea, so the book is Tribe by Sebastian Junger, who we had heard talking on Rogan originally. Mm-hmm. It was the first time I'd really heard him. He'd been on Bill Maher before. I okay. think I've seen, you know, he's... He's made the rounds. Like an intellectual journalist who, when he promotes something, I'm, people might have seen he did a movie called Restrepo. The War. Yeah, which was on a, like an inf- infantry unit in Iraq. And it's supposed to be devastating. Yeah. Uh, Tyler Harbaugh's yeah, seen it. Heavy. He speaks highly of it, yeah. uh, but that's kind of what he's known for. And so we, I bought the book, and you know, I we listened to him talk about tribe, and the concept is very interesting. That humans are, you know, we're a band of people, and we like leaning on each other. And there's that's how we evolved from, you know, people roaming the earth, hunter gatherers, to societies and stuff like that. But you read and you read some of his stuff online. And I was so excited, and it was on Amazon, and I order it. And you don't really think about it. And it arrives, and it weighs half a pound. <laughs> and I'm like, can I just have printed out a bunch of his articles? Like, have you read his articles? Is that essentially kind had, of what it was? I? Yeah. No. Okay, so it had more to it. So it, it, it told kind of a story. Not really, because, was like I said, it's kind of like a loose collection of essays. Like, they're not totally connected. It was, right. it was good. It was a good read. Um, a lot of it you kind of had heard about. It. Like, if you listen to the Rogan podcast, he's kind of rehashing a lot of it. Um, so that probably made it a little bit of a quicker read, but interesting stuff nonetheless, whether it was the podcast or the book, yeah, stuff you don't always think about. 
with regards, especially living in a city, because a lot of his point in one of the essays is like how he prefers city life to suburban life. Um, he okay. grew up in like Boston suburbs. Okay. Uh, and he just thinks he lives in like a four story walk up in Brooklyn. And he just says living in that community, there's just, you know, you're seeing these people every day. You're, there's more interaction. You care about them more if there was ever. I mean, he talks about 9-11 with when you have a big event like that in New York. People bond together. Like suicide rate drops. Crime rates drop. Um, people going for prescription for, like, antidepressants drop because it gives them a purpose of community and, like, a big like a role to play in society because that's like another one of his big theses is that people that come back from war they just feel kind of useless compared to how you know everyone has a job to do when they're over there and then they come back and they don't have work here that just crushes them and is it that they don't have meaningful work and there's not part of a community kind of a thing yeah like going to be a mechanic is just yeah. doing this menial boring and there's no sense of direction almost not direction i, th- I mean like... people not necessarily i think even having a job like a mechanic you still are useful yeah that's true which goes back to like his tribe thing where it's like you know everyone has a role in the tribe um trying to think of other parts because he kind of he does kind of jump around like kind of sporadically to different things but and is it over but it's overall based on the title from what i'm assuming and what i know about it it's just based on the idea of community and people's humans and their roles and in it and kind of how it's evolved from like their nomadic state to these cities that we have now yeah like i was telling you he's big into like anthropology yeah um and studying like just the evolutionary aspects of where we're at now and like what goes wrong when you know these rampage shootings that we've seen in the last 20 years and why they didn't happen and you know right after world war ii yeah um and what draws it out why are they in he talks about how most of them are in like these small kind of isolated communities of like you know affluent or like middle class white people and not one has been in like you know, kind of like a ghetto, like inner city area where you might expect it. Yeah, a lot more poverty and mm-hmm. hard cases. Oh man! Oh well, that would be. I'm really was really looking forward to reading it on the plane since it's such a short book. Oh no! Thanks for should have hey. brought it back. Trash, trash. It's all right. I'll you read know, it. You know, I forgot it because it was just tucked away in the corner underneath a sock. That's how big the book is. It was, it was underneath <laughs> really one single sock. Is that the best? I mean, what what have you been reading lately? Is that what's on the Zay's book club from the fall? Well, it interrupted me reading Al Franken's book. Oh, I had, <laughs> did you stop because of the accusations? Uh, did you kind of put it down. And is that the uh, no, the giant a, of the Senate one? It's a good book. No, it was the older one. The liars, lying lies, liars, liars. It's a good book. It, it was kind of. It reminded me of Colbert's books. Oh, I don't think I've read any of those. Like, are they memoirs or are they just like like commentary on what's going just on? Just commentary in the world? on different subjects with okay. like jokes, different little bits. Because they're both pretty funny. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Franken's a funny writer. Yeah, really good. He had like a whole team of uh, I think Harvard students who helped him out with it. Oh, damn! Like researching and stuff, but probably most of the the comedy. I wonder how many he touched. <laughs> can't joke about that. Uh, can't now, you though? Yeah, I did. 
He wasn't even grabbing her boobs well, did you in see, the picture. Was the photographer's statement real? Did you see that? Uh, yeah. I Nate, didn't really know. I didn't look into it. I remember Nate said something about it. But. Maybe that's where I got the photo, but it was basically like the photographer was like, well, this was a series in which she was playing dead or something like that, which if true... I don't think that. It's just scummy from I don't think her, so. But I don't know. But she already forgave him. Yeah. She's like, oh, yeah, he realized what he did was stupid. And, and we don't she have... Probably, I think she honestly thinks it was just like, yeah, it's an older man hitting on me. I've had that happen to me a thousand times in Hollywood. Yeah, she's very pretty. And there's a, there's a picture. She went to like a gala honoring him in 2009. Oh. And there's like a picture of them like talking and laughing. Like she's not... Emotionally scarred, like I'm sure many women. Way worse than this. Yeah, yeah. like uh, Roy Moore. Oh like, my God! Like those women are like, I mean, they're kids. First off, like Ugh. 14 years he old. Fucked them up for life, probably. Yeah, that's like a real issue. Yeah, and Franken's known. We're we're not getting any extra with Franken. Like there's, I feel like when it's predatory, it means it's happening again. So there's you know a sequence and more and more come yeah. out. And with Franken, it's like, hey, he was an idiot on this USO trip, and you know what? I've done some really stupid things in photos, so, mm. you know, sorry, Frank, and it came out. You're just a senator. Yeah, and Roy Moore is a, like, serial predator. Yeah. To God. kids. What a fucking asshole. And How people are still lining up behind him. I mean, he's going to— endorsing him. Trump did it today. Was that a tacit endorsement, basically? Yeah. Because what did he say? He he says he didn't do it, was the explanation. It's like, oh, okay. That's disgusting. Great. And it's like, this is coming from a guy who— Man, somebody was reminding me of the Central Park Five. Do you know that story? Those are the five young teenagers, the black kids that were part of a mob, and they got picked yeah, up, and they rape. were wrongly accused of yeah. a gang rape. And they were, like, exonerated, and he was the one who came out, like, so hard. Oh, like, he was saying, the one? He, I mean, it was, he, a, it was a big story yeah, back, yeah, yeah. back in the day, but he was— I think like, there was a Netflix doc on it. Yeah, there was. Yeah. Um, or it was, like, Frontline. One Something. of the, like, PBS. Uh, and he came out. I think he put something in the paper about it. No way. Like saying how they were guilty. And it's like, he's, he's a shithead. He's a racist. That's what he's it is. He's a scumbag. Yeah. I mean, part of that is being a racist. And well, the other thing is, is it just racism now that I'm thinking about it? He's a racist. I mean, would he have yeah. done that if there was a big, because I feel like he's on prosecutor's side. So if it's like five white kids that that happens to, do you think he's as vehement about it? No. Just straight up. No. no. Doug Jones, baby. I mean, he, Come was, on, Dougie. he was driving the birther movement. That's like what I always go back to. Oh, I didn't realize it's that. It's like, oh, this guy's black. So it's like he's saying he wasn't born in America. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Racist. Cool. 100%. Yeah. Alabama, also, Alabama, they, do something right. Yeah. He had a. Um, back when he was renting apartments in New York City, he was sued because he didn't want black people staying. Oh, he probably got that from Donald Sterling. Yeah. Him same and, same him thing. Both. Well, he got his. Sports team taken away, so maybe Ron Moore will take get his seat taken away. No, we're talking about Trump. Wait, Trump? Oh, oh. this is all Trump oh. that I was just talking about. Yeah, I thought we might have gotten mixed up. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Roy Moore. Oh, uh, yeah. So okay, that's what I was confused. Well, about. the funny thing about okay. Roy Moore is, like, obviously this pedophile, like predator stuff. But even before then, like, he's denied like judges' orders. He. Is the, he came out and said that Muslims shouldn't be able to serve in Congress. He said that gay people should be jailed for, like, gay acts. Well, he's the one that the bar is even saying he's not qualified. Yeah. Right? Like, pe- people that 
he was unqualified, he was unqualified before this even happened, but now it's just like and people are electing it's just people him. are lining up to endorse him because they want the vote for tax cuts. Even talking about this now, I'm happy that the craziest thing that the Howards will talk about on Thursday is what the score of the Cowboy game will be. Yeah, that's nice. It's, we don't really worry about it. Uh, I haven't seen my sister in a while. It'd be good to hang out with her. Give her a book recommendation, maybe, and we'll see what she's reading. But it doesn't really extend far into politics at the Howard household. That's probably good. I can yeah. do it. I can do it up to when people start drinking a little too much, because then people like get really heated. And I'm somebody who like enjoys talking about this stuff. Like I really don't. But I'm not gonna like scream and raise my voice. I'd rather talk calmly, right, and intelligently. Um, but booze can just destroy that yeah. effort. Even even with me, like if I'm really hammered it's like i'm just gonna get a little belligerent yeah it's harder to have those that's not the best way to talk about anything well in those situations you're not talking about anything you're just yelling your point louder while they yell there sometimes you can get somebody but if everybody's hammered it's like what's the point but then let's talk about something else but sometimes if they're not hammered that's when you get a lot of well i don't want to talk about this and that's fine. So is there a fine also, line between kinda, like one? It kind of bothers me when people like who I know have strong political opinions or like don't want to talk about it because it's like it's kind of important stuff. And if this is how you really feel, like sell me on it. Like, yeah. Let me know why. Because I don't know. I'm curious. Unless you have a legit reason, like something bad and happened I mean, to you. But yeah, well, like why? Who are you then talking about this bad. with? Roy Moore touched me. It's like okay, that's. That's a good reason. Okay. We can we can move along. Let's talk about Al and you're still him. and you're still endorsing him. Okay, oh. all right, nice. Alabama, let's go. Yeah. Alabama. Well, they'll. Uh, what a special place. Yeah, December. What did we say? December twelfth. Have you ever been? No, I have not. No, I, I think I'm cool. What's the? Where would you know. go? Birmingham, maybe a Bama game. That Tuscaloosa. Yeah, my yeah. cousin was just there for Alabama LSU. I'm sure it was interesting. He's a tall white boy though. Yeah, so. I think any place in the South, like to go to an you'll SEC football fine. game, that'd be fun. You'd, you'd get the you'd, you're tall and white. You'll be all right. That'd be cool. I mean, we go. Should we go backwards though? Take a, take a ride. Take a, take a tour back there. I where you can't even understand him. They're speaking a whole other English language. Well, Thanksgiving's coming up. I guess we talk about football, huh? Yeah. Unless there's anything else. No. I was going right. to I actually looked up just like to go through things that you could talk about with politics and thing. Oh. And the list is so long on like Trump stuff that it's like you can't even get into it. Well, wouldn't it be more and about really are, aren't we kind of waiting on what he's going to do this week to talk about it? Cuz they're not going to talk about anything too far in the past. Like what is he going to tweet? Like right now it's about Lavar Ball, right? Now let's talk about that. Lavar Ball and Trump, are those are the ones that cuz that's the most recent thing that he's done. First of all, a U.S. president saying, should I have left people in jail in an international country? Like, what kind of president are you? Yeah. Like, get the fuck out of here. Uh, but it's, he's going to say something today or tomorrow. Dude, you can't troll LeVar Ball. <laughs> that is messing with the number one troll. Untrollable. In America. You see him wish. They're, like, going for, like, biggest troll of, like, 2017. And I think I got LeVar. Because LeVar's free to, like, kind of speak more his mind. Definitely. Uh, or Trump, man, what if he just gets Trump to like oh. say the N word? <laughs> oh man! Well, then Lavar would have to be our next president. He put him in a body yeah. bag. <laughs> Lavar takes over. <laughs> Pence doesn't even get any. That's it. I'd be fine with that. That'd be oh, what a sad state of affairs. Like, yeah, I'd be, I'd be fine with Lavar being president over Trump. It can't be that bad. My goodness, just swagging. He got, into, Le- he got Lamelo out of there. Gala, just the yeah. shoulder swagging into every Met Gala. 
You know, he's probably dope with Obama, too. They're probably cool. So should we talk about football? That yeah, wasn't just because yeah, yeah. they're black, all right? Yeah. Just because they're homies. I lo- I Low like key, Le- I think Obama would not like LeVar. I like LeVar. He cares about his son so much. I does like, he or does he I care like about LeVar. himself? I think it's tied together. That's a close-knit family. I think he cares about himself. I think he cares about himself, but I think an extension of that is him caring about his sons. Like, he wants what's best for him. I mean, he... I mean, yeah. Lonzo's number two pick in the draft. He gave him everything he wanted. All of his sons speak so highly of him. It's like, you you, you like your son? He's a good is dad. Is that the bar we're setting? I think he's a good dad. Do we think he's a good dad? I think I he's mean, a good his, dad. I mean, his son made the NBA. So by that, if that's the way we gauge something, but he's a good dad. Let's gauge Lonzo's personality. His other son stealing stuff in China, Okay, man. two out of three, though, ain't bad right now. Lonzo's been great. I did hear him talking about it. I was like, man, I grew up in South Central, like 17, 18, 19-year-olds. They're doing life. Like, yeah. Stealing some, what did he steal, like sunglasses or something? I don't even know. Belt buckle, probably. Yeah, it's like, that's, it's not the worst thing in the world. It's just stupid. And, yeah, I agree. Lonzo's a humble dude. So anyway. All right, LeVar, I'm with you. There we go. All right, let's do football. Even though JD's hot, I am not. I am hot. Eric, so close. Eric is not. So what did we do last new? week? Eric and I both went two and three. I'm 20, 23 and two. Eric's 20, 25. JD went four and one, bringing his record up to 27, 17 and one, which is awesome. What is that, like mm. 60% or so? You keep doing that for the whole year. Probably nice. You would expect us to make some money on the season. How did I not make money? Oh, God. Who knows? <laughs> who knows? Let's not talk about that. Cowboys. So, so, what we got on. Oh, let's not talk about that. Let's talk about our Thanksgiving Day games. We got Minnesota and Detroit. We talked a little bit about it earlier. I think Detroit could win this game just because it might be high scoring and it seems like Matt Stafford's specialty is scoring in the fourth quarter at home to win a game. It's just what he's been doing. Did you pick this game? No. I didn't. Did you pick any of the Thanksgiving games? No. I'm taking the Cowboys because Tyron Smith is back. We don't know that yet. He's practiced two days in a row. We still don't know that. It's a short week. It, But that's why they sat about the last two games. Jerry wants a primetime win, and Thanksgiving Day is a primetime game. Hey, yeah, Jerry, Justin. Jerry plays for the ratings. Sunday night was a primetime game, too. Nah, nah, nah. That was the Sunday before Thanksgiving. Everybody's out of town. The, the ratings were the lowest in I'd ever heard. Fake news. Uh, yeah, okay. But anyway. You could talk me into that if I wasn't a Chargers fan. 100 to 1 right now. <laughs> is it? How is it worse than when you got an 80 to 1? Aren't they six, five and 6? They're I one game back. 4 and 6. Yes. Maybe? I don't know. I'm going to look that up. Their schedule the rest of the year, I was actually looking at it. It's not too bad. They could definitely make a run. They're even ten to one to maybe win the West. Yeah, so they're four and six. Yeah. Chiefs are six and four. I think they still play them twice. They do. See? Ooh. No, no, I'm sorry, they play them once. But they have Raiders, Chiefs still on the schedule. So they got two division games. Oh, uh, they lost to them at home. Yeah, it's but I don't know. The problem is the Titans. They're battling the Titans for probably that sixth wild card spot, and the Titans have a very easy schedule the rest of the way. Well, but the Chargers are a better team than the Titans. And Titans aren't very good. I, I've got Indianapolis this week. I like the Colts plus three and a half versus the Titans. Um, but this is probably make or break for the Chargers. Man, it's almost they make, need a, this, they it's need make this or break for the, for the Cowboys. too, yeah. This is a big game. So why do you like the Cowboys? Because you're a Cowboys fan? Yes. If Tyron <laughs> plays, the line is so different that I think it 
I don't feel as confident anymore. I just no. I think it do, it, it makes just, the offense so much better because Dak in the Dak last two games has looked skittish. His throws are off. Uh, he knows some of his pocket awareness in the last game was terrible, and so I just feel like he's unused to having this pressure on the blind side. And if Tyron just plays a little bit and he plays well, because if he doesn't play, Melvin Ingram and Joey Bosa will eat him up. Like that's just what's going to happen. If Tyron Smith doesn't play, don't take the Cowboys. Take the Chargers. But if he does play, I think it settles Dak down so much. Uh, Alfred and Rod Smith were running okay against the Eagles at times. It's just about getting that more consistent. And it takes a bunch of pressure off Dez and Jason, Witten and Cole and stuff like that. So I just think with Tyron in there, you get Dak to settle down a bit. And Thanksgiving on a short week at home, I think that bodes well. For a Chargers offense, That it is good, but it's not... It doesn't seem fantastic. They never blow people away. I don't know how good the coaching is. Man, they just put up like 50. I know. Points. I just said that, but it's because <laughs> Dak isn't throwing five picks and a half. Yeah, that's true. Although watching him throw three picks Sean in a game. Whew, Probably. Yes. Yeah. Which, that hurts immensely because they're going to run the ball a ton. Anyway, everybody should stay away from that game, but I'm taking it. Let's go, Cowboys. Is that the only one of the, the three? Yeah, because I'm not taking Rock, Redskins, Giants. I'm not taking anything there. I would take Detroit, I think. A little home dog action, but what is it, two and a half? Kind of like the under in the Redskins game. I like the over in the Vikings game. Under in the Cowboys game? Yeah, 48. Oh, that's a little high. Yeah. The Chargers have a good defense. Yeah. As as we saw. Or is Peterman really bad? Probably Peterman's really bad. Peterman's probably bad. Okay, so those are our Thanksgiving Day games. The Sunday night game. What is the Sunday night game? It is... Packers at the Steelers, which probably looked really good when they were scheduling it. Can oh. they not flex that out? I guess what's Soon. done is done. Well, but. no, they start flexing, I think, week 14. Oh, uh, okay. So they start. Well, that's that, why. I, I think this is the first week that we don't have buys. Because that's not a good game. Because that's minus, I mean, Steelers are minus 14. So they're expecting a blowout. You think they'll cover 14? We've got like five double-digit yes. spreads this week. You I like think at home they'll be able to score 30 points. And I think Brett Hundley will be able to score 10. Maybe. He couldn't score any points at home against the Ravens. But he scored 23. And I think low-key, the Steelers' defense is probably a little bit better than the Ravens these days. So, yeah, I could see that. The Packers are weird, though. They go to Chicago. They play a division game. They beat you guys. Hundley makes two good throws. They go home. Uh, where they need a win, really, and the Ravens come in. I mean, they came off a bye, and maybe they look a lot better, but they just get shut out. Hunley looked terrible. So I don't know. I would imagine that the Hunley we saw against the Ravens is the one that we'll see against Pittsburgh, plus the Steelers' defense is so much more potent. Like, they got to be able to blow the Packers out. Yeah. Oh, I wish I had them in my five, but I don't. And then we have the Monday night game, which is Houston at Baltimore. And I like Baltimore minus seven because I'll bet against Tom Savage and Bill O'Brien all day, and that's kind of all I have to say about that. Oh, but betting on Flacco? Oh, that's... They have Woodhead back, though? Yeah. I, don't know. I like Danny. So, I know. I like Baltimore, so I'm going to take him. Uh, so, I've got Baltimore and Dallas out of the primetime games. Oh, Baltimore's in your five. Yeah. Interesting. I like that. Going Flacco with a touchdown spread. Oh, yeah. Yeah, so you're basically just... I'm betting on the defense over Don't score Savage. more than 13 points. Exactly. I'm Terrell Suggs. You just gonna... bet that. Texans under? That's a good bet. Uh... Cool. What's what else? In, so what's on one of your five? Wait, which ones have you given? Have we gotten any of yours yet? No. No. All right. I got Baltimore, Dallas, and then I got, oh, I got Indianapolis plus three and a half. 
I got Indianapolis plus three and a half because the Tennessee defense has been atrocious. And the Indianapolis Colts defense against bad teams has not been terrible. They hung with the Bengals. They've hung with the Steelers was a three-point game. And so I think at home, they just came off a bye too, I think. No, I like that. But and they did. Mostly it's the hook, three and a half. Give me that hook. Came off a bye. T.Y. Hilton at home. No one can card him on uh, the Titans secondary. That might be my man's league play, Puyon. Give Watch me some out. Frank Yeah, I like that. So I got those three. I got our pod lock of the week. Mm-hmm. Carolina minus four and a half. Greg Olson's coming back. Got him in a league, taking up one of my bench spots. Finally get to play him. I just think that they're a way better team than the Jets. The Jets Man. have had some few nice wins. They've had some really good close games. But Carolina's coming out with a top 10 defense. They come off a bye. They're kind of gelling right now. Yeah, and they're gelling right now. They're going to kind of hit their peak. This could be one of those teams that kind of goes into the playoffs on kind of a winning streak. Yeah. So when I came over here and picked my five, Panthers minus four and a half. Panthers minus five now. It already went up? Yeah, since we've been point. sitting here. What the hell? I better bet it soon then is what you're telling me. I mean, I don't. I could actually see that getting to six as people kind of figure out that their defense is really rounding into form. Like, anytime Keekley's back, he, it's like Sean Lee. It's a game changer for it, that. The defense is amazing. They have a good secondary. Kurt Coleman's back. No one on the Jets' offense is really scaring you. I think they're starting Elijah McGuire again this this week. Oh, God. He's not going to be able to run much. And then I don't trust the McCown. offense and having Olsen back, who should be healthy. Like, he's been practicing. The only reason he hasn't played before this is because he literally was not allowed to by the league. Because when you go on the IR, you have to sit out a certain number of weeks. That's right. You have to miss a So it's not like he's maybe like, oh, like can he come back or can he not? It's like, no, he's healthy. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so that was one of my five. I like that. And that's our pod lock. Pod lock of the week. And we'll make Eric bet it with us. Oh, no, for sure he will. So we got Carolina. So then to round out my five, I'm taking the Browns plus nine, who screwed Eric last week. Oof. Royal and you and anybody that bet on it with that bullshit touchdown. That's what you get for betting the Browns. And I'm talking well, to myself here. Don't say that as I bet the Browns. I'm talking to myself. Because <laughs> now I'm, I'm taking Cleveland plus nine, I think it is. I don't trust the Bengals. Um, that's about it. I think they'll be able to keep it close. Cleveland's been able to play with some offenses that aren't explosive. And yes, they have A.J. Green and Mixon looks okay, but I just don't think the Bengals are as explosive as they used to be. And this game will stay kind of within nine, seven or ten. Yeah, the Browns do have McCourty. I who, wish it was in McCourty Cleveland. Will, he'll shadow A.J. Green. Yep. So that'll be like one decent thing. But, man, Bengals ruined my 5-0 and week. A 5-0 well, and parlay. Well, that's because Brock, that's cause Brock yeah, that's lost true. your parlay. They did score like 20 points, 23. 23-20, was Pretty it? Pretty good or? in Denver. Yeah. Yeah, they did okay. But I think they kind of wore Denver down. And I don't know. Denver just seems like a failing team. When your offense just gives you no hope on defense, I feel like you lose it sometimes. I think their whole team hates John Elway, too. Yeah, that's really – he's calling him soft? I don't like John Elway. Well, why are you calling your players soft, man? Uh, why don't you have a yeah. meeting with them and do it to their face instead of just in the paper? That's a bold pick. I don't I like understand. It. Yeah, I'm taking the Browns. All right, give me your five. We'll run through them. What's your next one? These are all just terrible games. Because you got Carolina. Carolina – I have the 49ers plus seven. Oh, against the Seahawks. You're bailing on the Seahawks train, huh? Eh. You've been all aboard it for a little while. They're going on the road now. I'm sure Russell could have a nice game here, but. I mean, I can see 24-21. Why, why wouldn't the Niners be able to score? Yeah, just a, give, me, give me a full touchdown at home. 
Hopefully Garoppolo plays. That would be a nice little upgrade over Biotard. Biotard? Biotard. So many um, of these teams need to trade for Yeah, Tyron. that's a game I don't want to watch, but 49ers plus seven. Broncos plus five, another game I don't want to watch. You're doing it? You're taking Broncos? You're taking Paxton Lynch? They're just the better team than the Raiders still. I don't know. Yeah. The Raiders' I- defense is, like, terribly bad. Like, Lynch will probably look okay. They'll be able to score, you know, 20 points, and I just feel like Denver's defense, if they have any pride, should be able to hold them to about 20 points, too. I think I like that, too, because how can Paxton Lynch be any worse than Brock, right? Like, it's got to be something. He might be, right? No, no, I don't think that he can. And I think that's what they've been waiting for, is they've kind of been waiting for Paxton Lynch to be healthy just because with his arm, and that's, I think, what the good thing about him is, right? He's, He's more mobile than Brock. And he's got a gun of an arm. He's mm-hmm. just got a huge arm. And that's got to be better than Brock's inaccurate arm yeah. all day of the week. Because if he, he can dump it off at least and then take a bomb, that's already better. He's oh, man. Hurt, but they're kind of grasping at straws. I'm just talking myself in the Broncos, and they're just going to get crapped on. The worst unit, position unit, is by far the Raiders' defense. Yeah. And then you would probably bad. say the Broncos' offense, then the Raiders' offense, and then the Broncos' defense is still it's solid. Yeah. Okay, so you yeah, got it's five points. It's a lot. Yep. Speaking of five points being too many, Cardinals plus five at You're home against the Jags. You're taking Arizona. I actually crossed. Look at these terrible teams. I crossed How out Jacksonville wins? minus five just because th- you don't think Jacksonville's for real. Is that what you're telling me? No, I do like their defense. So why why are you not taking? The I five? like the Cardinals at home. Blake Bortles. I mean, they yeah. really shouldn't have covered against the Browns. No, they definitely shouldn't have. And I just think it's going to be a low-scoring game. I like the under 38. Maybe we'll get a defensive touchdown, but Blaine Gabbert, he didn't cover last week. But You like Bruce Arians? Did Blaine Gabbert yeah, play? Like, Is that the one? Is he playing? We didn't watch any of that game. It was no, not it was on a not single on TV. I didn't even know. We just kept getting Nobody the highlights cared. of Larry Fitz's touchdown, which I probably saw 30 times, but that was it. Yeah, so Gabbert's that's all, not terrible. That's all I you think the Niners kind of wish they had Gabbert? He's better than Beef Tard, right? Yeah, they have Garoppolo now. Yeah, that's true. All right, and and then, I do think Garoppolo plays. You think he's going to play? Let's yeah. see what Roto World says about it. Well, the only kind of sneaky thing would be, so he's up for a contract. Yeah. This offseason. Just not play him so that Just nobody knows Just not play him and be like, maybe is. let him practice, see what you want, make him an offer, and just hope nobody blows him away. Yeah. yeah. No, nothing. Uh, yeah, sorry, no, I was just reading on his status, and it's like they're still – Waiting to s- they they say they want to see how beat hard does because they invested a third round draft pick but it's like you invested a second round draft pick in Garoppolo and you're gonna have to invest fifteen million dollars a year so that's ridiculous that is true why not play Garoppolo so no because they no dumbass. because then what you're saying is true like they can pay Garoppolo less yeah but I mean he can still go anywhere like it if they like him and obviously they like him to give up a second rounder for him. They're pretty pot committed yeah. to signing him. You think so they've already what, offered to sign him and Jimmy's just been like, no, why don't we, why don't we wait? I mean, it's a good right? spot. Kyle Shanahan? Like, where could, does he want to go? This the could, Jets? This could be your Patriots, man, if the, the Niners Jets, if turn the, that into that. If the Jets, what, offer him $20 million a year, that would be stupid. Yeah, I mean, we already know what teams with cash draft quarterbacks, what they look like. Um, Welcome to the Ravens. Okay. And Last then, one, I have the Eagles minus 13 and a half. Against your Bears. You're going to do might, that to yourself, nah, huh? I should probably take that off. Take it out. Pick another yeah, one of the double-digit spreads. Take the Patriots. But just from a pure... Oh, I mean, Eric and I are going to bet. Analysis it. standpoint. 
the Eagles' run defense at home, pretty primo. If we if we can run the ball on them, great. I don't think we'll be able to do it that well. Trubisky on the road, not ideal. Not that you would get it, but this game in Chicago with this many points, I would take the points for sure, but it, yeah. it would be way Trevathan less. Trevathan might still be out. He's been out the last two weeks. People don't really talk about that. Really well, that's good. because the Bears are bad. I mean, the defense isn't that bad. <laughs> and now with no Trevathan, Leonard Floyd's out too. Like we had, What happened to him? That was really what crushed us. That hurt MCL. so bad. Ugh. Like we couldn't get pressure on Stafford. Bad. Yeah. And he, he I mean, can't get pressure like on him. He's good enough quarterback. 27 points? Was that what it was? 27-24? No, I think so. Yeah, 27-24. It's too many points to give up at home to the Lions. Although one was a botched snap. Fumble Fumble return on a botched snap. That's how you lose a game. That is how you lose games. Uh, That Bears money line was crap. I'll take that off. I'll ride ride Colts plus three and a half. I like that. And then Indy. Play a little Brissett. I like that. I like the Colts. And then the only other one, like, our special. My special was probably be the Bills plus 10, but you got to wait to see if Tyrod is going to play. I almost want to take it. And the, no, Man, that defense is a disaster Can we just right talk? Now. The Bills are tanking, right? This is the most obvious tank job I have ever seen in my life. They are in the playoffs if it ended today, which is a terrible argument. I don't ever like to say, if it ended today, oh, you'd be in. But they're clearly tanking trying to lose games. Because they know that if they make the playoffs, they're not going to beat anybody, right? And isn't that what they're trying to avoid, being a middling team, essentially? Like, you yeah. don't want to be an 8-18 eight eight that keeps making the playoffs. But it's just so obvious. Oh, I would kill for eight wins. It's almost like they're disappointed in Tyrod that he's so good that he's led them to, like, five wins. Because it's they want to lose so bad. They're trading away everybody. How have they not even traded away LaShawn yet? And as I've said, how the hell, if you're John Elway, have you not offered them... Anything for Something Tyrod. For Tyrod. Maybe he has. Well, maybe the Bills actually want Tyrod. Elway, he doesn't like black people, oh. so he probably doesn't want a black quarterback. That's he considers that a white man's position. He definitely does. He's a racist. Oh, I'm, that, yeah, that's too bad. Another one. Everyone's racist. I mean, everybody's a little everybody's bit. Racist. Is that how the tone goes? I don't really. I don't know. I, re- I don't remember it. It's a good song, though. Yeah. Because everybody's a little bit racist. I mean, that's all we got. Thanksgiving week. I think Intern Erica is back next week. But we've got week, what is this, week 12 coming? This is a big fantasy week, too. we got to win some leagues. Two left. Two weeks left, yeah. and then we got the playoffs. I hope I'm still talking about football then. Oh, I can't wait to just go to Ireland by myself on Sunday. Dude, Brad and I are both going to be there. Oh, yeah, you're back. Yeah, I'm back you're on back Saturday. Saturday. Alex, um, Brad back? roommate Alex might come. I think he said he's back, back Saturday, yeah. Why is everyone coming back Saturday? Uh, I'm coming up because my sister's driving up to to Seattle with a car. She's going to drop me off. (laughs) Nice. That's going to be sick. Uh, Yeah, I don't know. It's a long drive. Why'd you drive? Six hours. Well, no, they're getting a car in L.A., one of their old cars, my sister's Uh, old car, and they're going to drive it up. they need it. Yeah. Yeah. So they they bought a house, so they need a new car. So I'm just going to ride up with them on Saturday, which will be fun. i got to figure out. i am got to make some on Thanksgiving. You ever make stuff and bring it over to? uh... We're making dessert. Ooh, what do you make? A little cheesecake? I don't know, Steph's making it. You're just going to slap your name on it and call it good. Yeah. The JD way. Yeah. Get, now, who's going to get... I'll help make breakfast. I'll oh. wake up early. Steph will probably sleep in. I'll get up because I'll want to watch... The first game probably starts at like 9.30. Yep. Right? So I'll get up, make coffee, make breakfast. Ah, that's, like the, that. that's, that's the that's the key. Because right? then you've done then it all I'm morning. Done. Yep. Then I'm... You put some dishes away later and you're like, oh, this is great. And you'll be done with it. Yeah. You, you made breakfast. You started the day. Mm-hmm. There you go. Make sure you get some fresh picked just oranges. Some Beats headphones. Not even connected to anything. Just be like, let me just watch this game. <laughs> because it matters so much. Uh, who will drive? 
Because then if you're driving back Thanksgiving, I mean, one of you got to not, off not get too crazy, huh? Yeah, I can do that. <laughs> you've already succumbed to it. It's fine. It's like Start you've done it before. Start ranting about Gert Wilder's <laughs> Dutch politics. Steph, we got to go. Steph, we got to yeah. go. All right. Well, that's all we got. Fired up podcast. Thanksgiving. Everybody uh, eat a lot of turkey. Thanks for listening. I thought you were going to say something. I was going to, but leave this in, yeah. Hey, happy Thanksgiving, everybody. Have a nice dinner. No, cut that out. That's all you got? Oh, my God.